It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Welcome into the Daily Score. I am Mark Grody. Great to have you with us as always. And uh, we are going to be talking about, guess what? The Chicago Bears. I think that the Daily Score, um, I think has been all Bears except for maybe like five shows or so, I would say couple of Cubs things. We did a music show, but that's the way I like it. And I know that that's the way you guys like it too. I mean, sooner or later, I'm going to have no choice but to talk about the Bulls or the Blackhawks um, and some of the things going on with those teams. And I guess it's interesting both on and off the floor and or the ice for both of those teams. So maybe maybe somewhere along the line soon I'll be doing a show on the Bulls and or the, the Blackhawks, but we are talking about the Bears. And the focus does still remain on Justin Fields. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, it's the, really the biggest deal in Chicago sports right now still. And what we don't know about Justin Fields is, like, he's developing, Right. He is developing. There are signs of development. There are games that he's having this year that he did not was not capable of having last year. There were throws that he's made this year that he was not capable of throwing last year. There are defensive reads that he's made this year that he was not capable of making last year, so on and so forth. There is a lot of that. Um, times when I've seen him use his legs to get guys open like so many more times this year than I saw last year, and really even on that first drive on Monday Night Football, a couple of back-to-back plays where he bought time with his legs and made the throw. So I'm just giving you some specific instances of development. What we still don't know about Justin Fields is, will he be good? Will he be great? Um, I don't think he has been great. It's not even a possibility right now. There has been greatness, like in terms of his running, mostly last year, greatness existed. All right. There was greatness last year. Absolutely. Um, But in terms of the complete package of being a quarterback, great is out of the question right now. And quite frankly, consistently good is not there yet either. But he's improving. So then the question that Ryan Poles has to ask himself is, and I'll ask myself too, and you listening, should as well is he making the kind of improvements that leads me to believe that it will lead to good or great and consistency will that actually occur and it's really hard to call that right now because even in the positive as i gave you the development there has still been more negative in his career including the fumbles problem at the end of games, not just this year, not just the most recent game, but so many games, so many horribly timed strip sacks, fumbles, turnovers. I mean, just interceptions, just a lot of like kind of worst case scenario stuff for a quarterback. There's just been so much of it that it's hard to, to like even in the future say great I mean we're just trying to get this guy to be average and then consistently good so I've enjoyed the improvements I like Justin Fields personally um, but that doesn't mean that and that I think he's going to be the the quarterback of the future 
in these last two games, you know, I am taking seriously these final seven games as we all have been. That was after the, you know, during that mini buy when we just kind of made up this, this famous seven games. Uh, but it is fair. And Justin Fields is one and one. I gave him the Detroit game. Said that was really good. Um, I did not give him this game on the pass fail scale. I'm sorry. I just the the pass at the end was terrific, but the blunders we've just seen too much, and he's he's played too much football for me to continue to excuse that kind of stuff. And there was probably a time where I where I would and did, but you know, just trying to give the natural progression of the evaluation for Justin Fields. Um, all right. So now. This is very interesting. Troy Aikman was on the Parkinson Spiegel show. Anthony Heron was filling in, so he was part of the interview. Shout out to Big Ant. Dave Wanstead, too. What up, Wani? Wani was there. That's really why Troy came on. Let's be real here. Um, no, Troy's been on the station before without Wani. Um, can let's, let's put that question to Troy Aikman because he put an interesting twist on it that I think is – well, I'll tell you what I think after you listen to Troy Aikman. Here it is. Here's what I think in regards to whether or not they'll keep him or not keep him or go with a quarterback in the draft this year. I, my my thought is is they probably already know the answer to that. I, I don't know that what he might show them here at the end of the season is going to affect that decision. And for me, I'm just going off of what I see on film, whereas Ryan Poles and others – they're in the building with him on a daily basis. And for me, the quarterbacks in this league, they're, they're all talented. And Justin Fields is very talented. It's the intangibles. It's all the other things that ultimately determine, you know, whether or not you're going to have success, not to mention the players that you have around you. So there's a lot of different ways to look at this as far as what the Bears might do. Uh, they could bring in some really good players around him with the picks that they're going to have. Uh, and that would make him, or any quarterback for that matter, a better player. Uh, or if they have deemed that, you know, hey, maybe Justin's not the guy, then there's a couple quarterbacks out there that, that look like they're going to be pretty good prospects. But I've said this many, many times. There's always the best quarterback in, in the draft. It doesn't always mean that that quarterback is a franchise quarterback. Now, what I've seen of Caleb Williams, I think he's special. But – I haven't seen Drake May as much, but I hear a lot of people talk about him and they believe that he could possibly be the number one overall pick as well. So I think those are two good candidates to, to lead a football team, but there's, there's growing pains with that person as well. And I'm sure with Matt Eberflus, I don't know what his position is going to be going forward, but if he's coming back, uh, is that something that he wants to weather? Interesting stuff from Troy Aikman with the first, I don't know what caught your ear the most there. But what caught my ear was the Bears probably know the answer already that in his mind. And that's a very rational thought process, um, and which means we're wasting our time talking about these final what were seven games, now five games to go. But it does make sense. Like I said, that Justin Fields has now played a lot of quarterback for the Bears. You know, we went to the... It went to the well. He's only started six games. Now he's only started ten. We went to that well. Way it's over. That well has closed. It is, it is done. It is not providing anymore. So yeah, I mean, it would make sense that they have a pretty good idea. And you know, maybe the way they look at the final seven games is we've made our decision on Justin Fields. Eh, 
we'll get if you could be Superman for the final seven games, we could change our mind. But th- this last game, if they are still evaluating, only confirms what what has been gone going on. And quite frankly, um, the fumbles. Quite frankly, the, if if they do know the answer already, if they if they have all if the Bears have already decided, my guess is the decision is that they are not bringing them back because there just hasn't been enough this year to where you just at this point, you know, with let's just say at least seven games left, if Troy thinks they already know, um, and this is just his opinion, he's not reporting that, but his opinion is that they already know. They already know. I mean, think, be objective. Probably not their guy then. Probably not their guy. Um, Just because they're evaluating on what he's done, it has not been good enough. One more cut from uh, Troy Aikman, and this is the one that that everybody, you know, we're asking these questions constantly about Luke Getze because of the game plan the other night, which called for screen passes. Uh, so the the question to Getze is about the offense from Monday night and the relationship of Luke Getze and Justin Fields. Game the other night, like I said, just because of the Minnesota Vikings and the way that they like to come after the quarterback and, and, and you know, were they going to be able to hold up in protection uh, you know, generally when you're playing a team with that kind of style, you are going to get the ball out, you know, quicker uh, than you would against other teams. I, I, I think there's been a lot that I've liked that, that Luke has done. Um, I just think that game that we called was one of those tough ones. But, you know, the Bears, and I don't know, I'm, I imagine, I, you know, I've not talked to Matt about his offensive philosophy and wh- what he wants to do, but most defensive coaches that I've been around uh, they they believe strongly in running the football and playing great defense and not not turning the ball over offensively and and that's kind of been the formula for Chicago and you know but when you run the ball and they do a pretty good job of it and Justin's obviously a big part of that but you know when you take the Minnesota game week one they they ran for 160 yards or so but they scored 13 points and so just running the ball alone. You, if you don't get the big chunks, you're just not going to score a lot of points. So then all these games come down to the fourth quarter, and and it's a play here or a play there that determines whether or not you win the game. So I, I just believe that – I believe strongly in the run game. Uh, nobody benefited more from a strong running game than I did during my playing career. But, but we also threw the ball extremely well. We didn't throw it as often as a lot of other teams, but – you know, we'd be number two in the league, number one in the league sometimes in yards per pass. Uh, and so we were efficient when we threw it, and we were able to create big plays when we had those matchups in our favor. And I think that's what that's what's lacking as much as anything from Chicago. I, I, you know, D.J. Moore is an outstanding player, and he certainly has that ability. Darnell Mooney, he's kind of been a little bit lost, but he has big play ability as well. But they just haven't gotten a ton of big plays and when you don't get those, I mean, you're in dogfights each and every week, and they have been. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's interesting because he's sort of kind of trending towards like to see what the Bears would do with more weapons and a more, something more solid around Justin Fields. Now, we did a lot of talking about that last year, and improvements have been made. I mean, the offensive line – not bad actually it, it's it's about league average right so there's been improvement there and I get it that's not not exactly where you want the bar 
to be set. But DJ Moore is is absolutely for real. So, you know, you, you need more? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not like Justin Fields was forgotten about in this offseason or abandoned. It's not like there wasn't a, a step up. Could definitely be better. Uh, but I don't know. Do we just do this every year? Man, if he had a better – if there was a better left tackle and he had, like, one more DJ Moore out there, and if he had Emmett Smith, uh, who was Troy Aikman's running back, you know, that – oh, man, I'd like to see Justin Fields then, man, you know. Um, you know, it's it's not all going to be like Tua in Miami. You know what I mean? Where, oh, it's just like that's – because that's the example everybody's looking at now. If you – hey, get, get this guy – He's, he's average. Get this guy four or five. Get Tyreek Hill up in here. Let's go. Um, and then, boom, the, all of a sudden, Tua goes from, is this guy going to just retire because of the concussions and he's really not as good as we thought he was going to be to he's in the MVP picture. So it it really is interesting. Um, but there's just a, there's so many things that Justin Fields still has to show in terms of just the, the rudimentary, you know, footwork is still coming up presence of mind, pocket poise, all that stuff still has got to get better. And I don't know if those things can get better, like how much how much they can get better because they've obviously improved. That's going to be it for today. Thanks to everybody for listening and subscribing. As always, I do appreciate it. I also appreciate my executive producer, Ray Diaz. And for Ray, I'm Mark. Have a great day.